What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Room Sound Podcast. If this is your first time with us, my name is Corey Snelson, and I love music and movies, and nothing gives me more joy than putting those two together. So I created Room Sound Live to get back into doing what I love most, and that is making music videos. So I invite artists of all genres to come into the studio, give us a performance, and then I'll put that performance up on the Room Sound Live YouTube channel, which if you haven't already, check it out, subscribe, like some of the videos, I greatly appreciate it and it helps me out a ton. But after those performances, we sit down and keep that audio rolling and I talk to an artist that's in the studio today. We have someone out of the studio, so we won't have a performance, but he is a treat and I'll get to him in just a moment. But before we get into today's episode, let me just say that solo.to slash room sound live is the link to hit up y'all we got the latest podcast episodes latest videos you can quickly like follow and subscribe we have some t-shirts up that we're trying to push to support the channel so if you haven't checked those out check them out we have a be excellent to each other shirt that i really love and the be excellent to each other mug because that is something that i will preach till the end of my days and that is to be excellent to each other all right y'all Let's go ahead and jump into today's episode. We are joined by Legend. He is from San Diego, California. He was the first of the Zoom podcast that I've done. Um, Legend is a music maker, streamer, traveler, and in his words, rambler of love with a bit of spice in parentheses there. You can check out Legend on a YouTube channel. He's got tons of videos out there helping at-home producers make their music He's got great helpful tips. He's an inspiring individual, man. I think the first one of the first videos that I saw was his reveal of his 100,000 subscriber video, which was a little emotional, man, and it really inspired me because you know, he started somewhere and now he is where he's at today. And even during COVID, the dude is just pumping out content. We're going to jump into the conversation. He tells us about how he actually makes music on live streams, which you can join in. You can suggest things. That's a really cool aspect of the internet, y'all. But really, this dude is just an all-over inspiring dude. Music videos he makes. uh, He produces music. He's going to tell us about how old he was when he was first in a studio and how it kind of caught everyone by surprise that someone so young could be so talented and he's just he started the journey and just hasn't quit and won't quit because this dude is a powerful dude uh legend you can check out solo.to slash i am l x g n d g e n d there you go solo.to slash i a m l x g e n d and you can get connected with him everywhere. I highly suggest his YouTube videos for anyone trying to do at-home producing. He's got a lot of good tips and cheap tips too. They're not just something you need to go spend hundreds of dollars for. He actually can get you set up with just your cell phone. Pretty cool. He's got a series. We're going to dive into that as well. All right, y'all. I will go ahead and let this conversation take it away. This is the Room Sound Podcast with Legend. Podcast, the Room Sound Podcast. 
Well, thank you so much for coming on, man, and uh, taking some time out of your day. Uh, I know we're in different time zones, so it's kind of a weird schedule for us, but mm-hmm. uh, but we're doing it, dude. Thank you so much, man. So y- you've been in the YouTube game for a minute now, right? Yeah. yeah How long have you been doing the YouTube videos? Uh, to be honest, I've been doing YouTube um, since uh, 2006, like wow. right around when it first came out, yeah. Um, and I just went through like multiple, uh, channels. So this one that I have now is, uh, probably my fourth, third or fourth channel I've had. Uh, dude, nice. And I'm guessing this is the most successful out of all those. Yeah. Yeah. So like before I had, um, my original artist channel, which when I was going by, um, Enzo, uh, you know, I was trying to like put out music videos and things like that. Um, but it just didn't, you know, blow up. And then I, this channel that I have now, I am legend, uh, started off as just like a tester to see if YouTube's creator Academy actually worked and, um, it started working <laughs> and then I ended up turning it into my main, uh, channel. What is the YouTube creators Academy? What is that? Um, it's, it's basically, uh, YouTube's, um, PDF, uh, they have like a bunch of different lessons that they teach you on like how YouTube works and um, you know, like post strategies, uh, thumbnails, SEO, different things like that, that are supposed to help you to grow your channel. And um, it just has all, all that kind of information. I, you know, took it for a test run and it started working, believe it or not. Uh, so then I just kind of went with it. So did they, did that essentially just set you up with some, um, strategies that you continue to use to this day or do they offer something to you still are you still learning through this uh pretty much all the stuff that they teach through that i already know by now from experience and from taking the course before uh so right now it's kind of like the same information like they've updated it with a little bit of like new information you know as the platform has changed um but it was basically something that I learned in the past and have been applying to all my videos since then. That's awesome, man. Um, so the day I decided to message you, uh, I was watching your hundred thousand subscriber video yeah. and I had already seen a few of your videos. What I did was I went out and I bought a, uh, I, I originally didn't even want to do a podcast. All I wanted <laughs> really? to do. Yeah. All I really wanted to do, man, was, um, film live performance music videos. Mm-hmm. So I looked up a couple of things that I need. I'm no audio engineer whatsoever, but I went out and I got the Focusrite Scarlett uh, mm-hmm. audio interface. And the first couple of videos I came across that were about music were your videos. So I watched okay. a few of those. And then I saw that you did like a whole album, which I, I hope we can kind of break down, but how you did a whole album all on your iPhone. I've told yeah. so many people about you because of that specific <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh, but it was your 100,000 subscriber video. My wife walked out of the bedroom and I was watching it and she's like, who's this? I was like, oh, it's this dude legend. I've been watching, you know, I just subscribed and watching a couple of his videos. Mm-hmm. And um, so she sat down and watched that with me. And we felt like we knew you, dude. Like it was <laughs> so crazy because you just kind of like, you didn't have any kind of gimmick or act going on. It was so real. You know, you set mm-hmm. the cameras up and you open that box, dude. And it just like, it was super inspiring because yeah. you, you told us about how you got started 
and how you, where you've, how you've got to where you are now, which was just like, I was like, Oh dude, I need to see if this guy will come on the room sound. <laughs> well that, yeah, at that point I had already seen some of your videos. You've talked yeah. a few things and, uh, I just went out on a whim and I, I think I messaged as many of your social media accounts as I could. And you finally came mm-hmm. back and I was like, all right, this is, this is going down. Yeah. Um, uh, so, um, you do video and, uh, music. What came first for you? Were you doing the video first or the music first? It was always music first, um, something that I was born into. Uh, my family's a very musical family, and um, I'm actually uh, the church organist at my church. I, I have been since I was seven. So um, a lot of what I do comes from that upbringing. Uh, and then the music, or the YouTube rather, There we go. My it's like something with Zoom is like it keeps turning my audio down automatically. It thinks it's uh, smarter than you. It, it's <laughs> it is not. I'm like having to monitor it. But anyway, um, so it it's uh got started in the church, uh the church musician, and then the YouTube came as a, a way of me trying to share my music um to the world because it was before like youtube really blew up for like content creation and people doing it for their jobs but i thought that i could establish myself on the platform as like one of the firsts uh which that didn't happen but um you know the the whole video passion came from that and then like i started turning it into a a a job when people started asking me to film music uh, music videos for them and then you know, I started with a T1i camera when that first came out. It was like revolutionary. It had 24 FPS and everything. And um, from there, I kind of just upped my quality, learned more about the cinematic side of things. And then uh, from producing my own videos to to doing documentaries for other artists and music videos for other artists, it kind of like spiraled into what I have now in terms of like my um, video uh, prowess, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I look at you and and it, it, it's inspiring because it does seem like the video is like secondary to the music because yeah. I mean, from for every everything that you do when it comes to the singing, the producing, you're phenomenal at it, man. Like Thank you. So when I when you hit me back, I felt very honored because I had been watching your videos for a couple weeks and your level of professionalism when it comes to it, just even how you present yourself in all your YouTube videos, it's a very nice, warm, inviting. I feel like I could keep watching on and on and on and on. Yeah. So um, really good on you uh, for shaping up the way you have, but I would have never guessed that you, I I still would have thought that you would have had some type of film background, whether some type of school or something because of the way your edits are and all that, which, Mm -hmm. you know, Maybe you can tell me a little bit about this since you're in both worlds. So when editing video, um, is it, what are the similarities to editing music? Is there, cause for me, I have to find a rhythm with my edits, you know, mm-hmm. when to cut, how to cut. I usually base my edits off of my music. Can you yeah. tell me a little bit about, um, the similarities between the two? Uh, between the two, um, I would say there definitely is a rhythm to it. Uh, I like to do my my edits based off of either the music or like the way that I'm 
talking and the, the way to the, like, if it's a conversation or if it's me just uh, doing a talking head, like the way it's flowing. Um, Cause you want to have pauses in certain areas. You want to have, uh, you know, hard cuts or soft cuts or, uh, you know, different ways that you process that is kind of the same as music because there's parts in certain songs where you want to have pauses or you want to have breaks because uh, it builds suspense. Um, it's the same thing with video. You want to have like parts where the video totally blacks out and there's like a riser that happens just before that. And it's like, it leads to the viewer like in anticipation of like what's next. So it's very much like a rhythm based thing uh, in terms of both for me. And then like, even when I'm color grading my videos, I, I think of color grading as like in terms of music, if I had to compare the two, um, it's like adding uh, vocal plugins. Like, so you'll add your compressor to warm up the vocal, whereas in color grading, you'll warm up the, the temperature to get like a nice red tone or orange and, and things like that, teal and orange look, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, so it's just basically applying, it's kind of like how people say you're seeing sounds. In this case, you're, you're hearing a visual <laughs> or uh, just, you know, you kind of flip-flop the term in, in that sense. Uh, dude, completely agree. I actually just had someone on the show where we talked about um, the idea of seeing sounds and she, I had a guest on, her name was Crystal in this band called Penny and Dime. And she talked about how she should see she sees shapes. Wow. That was a fun mm -hmm. sentence, dude. She <laughs> um, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's really cool how our brain can find the rhythms in between, you know, whether it cut into that black screen, which that's one of my favorite things to do with filmmaking is find mm -hmm. a way to take everything away and make the viewer feel all the feels at the same time. So it's exactly it's like the absence of something that, that brings that out. So, yeah. um, you're a producer. You, do you record any other, any other artists or is it all just focused on you? Uh, I do on occasion. Um, it's very rare for me that I do. If When I do, it's mostly my brothers because my brothers are also musicians. I mean, they don't do it for a living, but it's something that they're passionate about. Um, I have recorded, uh, I think, a, I can probably count on one hand like the amount of people I've recorded, including my brothers. Um, maybe like six people, but it's because, uh, in my experience, the ones that I, you know, outside of my family, um, a lot of them tend to kind of not be fully prepared. Um, whether that be them like kind of horsing around, you know, in between takes and I'm just, I'm, I'm all about action. I like to get things done. I like to like, when I'm in the studio, I'm in work mode. Um, and I'm all for having fun, but like when the time calls for it, so, uh, my energy is very focused when I get here. And like, if I have somebody come in, who's like kind of messing around, I just don't want to create. And then also it's an, it's another thing to where, um, me having, I don't want to like act like I'm like, I know everything cause I don't, but my expertise in, in terms of what sounds good and what doesn't, or how to process certain things, I'll have people who tell me to do, and it's their music, you know? Uh, so of course I'm going to do it, but they tell me to do these weird kind of like processing with their vocal and it just does not sound good at all. And now my name's attached to it. So if people ask me, Hey, who mastered your stuff? It's like, Oh, legend did. But I don't want people to think that that's how I 
master. It's just, I'm going by what the artist said. So I'm very selective these days with uh, working with people. Um, and that's why the number has been so low. Um, I would like to uh, record more artists and things like that, but we just, I, it has to be like a, a similar vibe, a similar outlook on music creation and just people I vibe with, uh, you know, in general. Yeah. I heard that dude. I, I get what you're saying with like, not wanting to put your name on something, even though you put the work in and you are <laughs> giving the artist some creativity there. I was just a, a part of a film last year and the guy who shot it is an amazing cinematographer. He's, he does all of his editing and his color work and he, unfortunately isn't available to edit this film at this time. So the director pivoted and he is coming to me because I acted in the film. So he's coming to me because he knows I do video work and he texted us in the group chat and he was like, Hey, if I'm not coloring it, don't put my name on it. And <laughs> you know, I, I understood because one, I wouldn't mm -hmm. be able to match that guy's match his work uh, whatsoever. Uh, but I, I agree with that. But at the same time, like, the people that were working with you are very proud to be working with legend, you know? So, uh, it's like a, it's a double-edged sword right there when it comes <laughs> to working with the people who are not quite ready to be making music. So, uh, speaking of making music, man, one of the coolest things that I found about your channel was that you kind of proved a point to me. And I, I brought this up on the room sound podcast before about you. Uh, and that was that you made an entire album and on your iPhone. Mm -hmm. Uh, so was that like garage band, right? That was garage band. It would be garage band. Yeah. And then you also did all the album artwork though too. And then you put it out and everything all on your phone, right? Nothing ever. Right. Well, it's not out yet. I still have to finish, um, some songs, and I still want to shoot some music videos, but uh, the series is actually going to continue this year um, because I I did start like uh, I want to say like because it's going to be like an EP. I don't want to do like a full twelve project thing or whatever or twelve album project, twelve song project. <laughs> words, but you get me. Um, but it's going to be like maybe like six songs maximum. Uh, I have started about four of them i think uh but yeah everything is going to be done and has been done so far through the iphone or my ipad because i mean it's the same apps on the ipad that's on the iphone so if i want a bigger screen i use that sometimes um but yeah i'm doing everything all the recording in GarageBand, the production mostly in GarageBand with some other apps that i use for like loops and things like that um and then the the music video shooting that's going to be done in Filmic Pro, which is a you know a video recording app for the iPhone as well. Um, the mastering even is going to be done via I think it's BandLab. They have a mastering section in their um, their app. And then like there's some other apps like Spire that also do the same thing. So it just depends on what which direction I want to go in. But literally everything is going to be done on the phone or on the iPad. Which is revolutionary. There should, the reason why it came up on our show before is because um, there's so many artists out there are so-called artists. They can, they can play the music, you know, but they don't have what every entrepreneur really needs. And that's that fire underneath them that, that mm -hmm. pushes them. And I think that uh, your series in particular really proves a point that, you know, you don't need the the vocal booth. You don't need the producer, which, you know, you definitely want to get to those points, 
but right. to get started, it's all in your pocket, you know? Mm-hmm. And we are, we are in a very blessed, I mean, side COVID and everything, we're yeah. in a blessed time with technology um, because yes, I've actually filmed a whole music video through Filmic Pro as well. So I know mm-hmm. it's very capable uh, and especially the kind of cameras that are coming out on these iPhones these days, it's just phenomenal. Oh, it's- yeah, um, but it, I thought I found that one very inspiring because it, it really is just like don't look for the excuse because there is so many different ways that you can create you know whether it be videos or music or like what you do both mm-hmm. um, all, all from your little computer in just, your hand yeah uh, and I thought that was really cool so you said you're going to be continuing that series uh, this year yeah um i don't have like a a solid date yet but i i do want to get started probably i do this thing called mobile march where like a lot of or if not all the videos that are produced in march are for mobile devices uh so i'm thinking of continuing it in march for mobile march um because i i do there's people still trying to get me to finish it and like when is it coming out when is it coming out and i'm like i just got to have the inspiration you know uh, I don't want to force it, but at the same time, I do want to get it done. So um, that's definitely something that's that's going to happen this year. Uh, and I'm I'm very excited to to just like you say, show people because one of the number one uh, things that I like comments that I get on my channel is um, I don't have money for X, you know, equipment. Uh, I can't afford a MacBook. I can't afford. This. I'm like, well, do you have a phone? Yes. And like, okay, you can start. Like, there's no excuse because even older phones, like if you got an iPhone 6 or a Galaxy S5 or something like that, like you can run, oh, as long as the, like the software is updated, or, you know, you can run these programs just fine and record and produce. Um, you don't need the the best of the best or most equi- uh, most expensive equipment to get started it's just about your drive so if you make excuses you'll never start you'll never start uh so what was the the journey for you at the beginning of all the youtube and music and all that what were what were some things that you can recall that did inspire you or maybe there was a situation that you wanted to give up on it is there any time in particular that you can tell us uh well what one what made me want to get started is just um i think a lot a thing that made a lot of people want to get started is like michael jackson that he inspired like a lot of people as um you know younger everybody wants to moonwalk everybody wants to have those big audiences and stuff i saw the impact and i knew that i could do something good with that not just be a superstar because that never was the goal it was i like changing people's changing people's lives is like a big uh way to say it but i just like making people feel good about their life basically um that's through talking about my own experiences or ones that i see other people go through so i got started um just dancing uh writing my own songs like random songs about love and like in i was like 12 years old when i wrote my first song or something like that um recorded my first song at 12 
just wow. on a whim. Yeah, like I, it was it was unexpected because my brothers were recording with, uh, they were signed under like this independent label at the time. And I wanted to see his process. And then the guy was just like the producer. He just asked me, hey, you want to record a song right now? I was like, uh, sure. So then I had a beat on, on the computer. I emailed it, whatever the case was back in 2002. And um, I recorded my first song and I did all the stacking and everything and it just flew by. And the guy was like, have you done this before? And I was like, no, it's my first time doing this. He's like, wow, because usually like when people do like the dubs and everything, it takes a while for them to do it, but you just boom, 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 boom. And so that's when I was like, okay, I got to take this more seriously. Uh, so then I, you know, started buying my own equipment. Like once I graduated high school, obviously, um, bought my, like a iBook G4 or something old like that. Uh, got started, kind of started upgrading myself. And then, um, I was working at old Navy at the time I applied, uh, or auditioned rather for American Idol, the voice, both three times each. So that's six times. And then America's got talent once. I only made it around twice, once on American Idol, once on The Voice. And the last time I did American Idol, I was like, if this doesn't happen this time, because it's literally like six times, seven times. If it doesn't happen this last time, this is not the, the path for me. And, you know, I got denied by the same person on both shows. Um, so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to like push YouTube or whatever happens. And then like the channel started for instrumentals. But then I'm like, let me do a vocal video. And I started recording vocals. I did a tutorial. And then that was my first video to blow up. And then I kind of started taking it more seriously from there. So I've wanted to quit many times, um, especially like before the channel blew up. And even after the channel blew up, uh, just the frustration of being a creator on the platform and seeing other people get started and then like three months later, they'll have a million subscribers. But I'm like, I've been on here for 13 years and I'm barely like crossing a hundred thousand. So it's frustrating in that sense. And, and uh, those are the times I've wanted to give up when I'm comparing myself to other people. But like, you just got to learn to focus and know that your journey is different from theirs. And some of them that blow up super fast don't last long anyway. So I'm kind of glad about that. Yeah. Easy come, easy go is, is the term that we can think of there. And, and, you know, I was actually already thinking that in my mind when you said, um, American Idol and the voice, like not to say that the people who don't go there don't continue their career long, you know, Kelly Clarkson, you know, she's got her own show. She's on, she's on the voice, right? Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. so like for you, uh, I'm actually very grateful that you did not. Um, mm -hmm. would, would you say if you got on to The Voice or American Idol, you wouldn't be what you wouldn't be doing what you're doing today? Probably not to this extent. No, I'd probably be like a, a background thing, like just supplementing whatever the label has me doing. Which is another reason I'm glad it didn't work because I I don't want to be signed to a record label. I need my freedom. And, and, and what we see on YouTube, that's, that's all you, right? There's no one behind you pulling the strings. It's, it's all one man band. That's a one man band. Un, like it's good, but it's bad. Cause I don't have a team or anything yet. Uh, but I get to make all my own decisions, all my own work hours, all my own ideas. Everything is just, it's all me. Yeah. 
Well, um, you must be like constantly busy, dude. I tried doing vlogs once or twice before. And uh-huh. wh- what I found myself doing was constantly, you cannot rest. You have to keep going uh, if you want to stay consistent with it. Uh, how, mm-hmm. What's your day-to-day life looking like right now, man? Uh, right now, um, day to day, it's a little bit more hectic than it was this time last year. Um, I was doing previously like two to three videos a week, which already was a lot of work. Um, and that's like producing the music for the video. If there's vocals recording and writing a song to the music in that video, then filming the video, editing the video. And this is like I said, two to three times a week. Um, but uh, now it's a lot more of me producing video content for big, um, what do you call it, companies. Like plug-in companies, they have me doing uh, things for them. Um, I am working with two different ones right now that I'm producing content for and then trying to still manage at least one video a week for my own channel. Uh, so it's a lot more output, I would say, because, you know, now I'm working with other people who they ask me for edits and things like this. Uh, but in the meantime, I'm still trying to find time for myself and for my music. Um, so it can get a little hectic sometimes, but, uh, it's still nice because now it's like, if I know a video doesn't do well on my own channel, at least I have these other sources of income that allow me to still be creative on my own, uh, channel. Right. No, that's super important, man. Uh, if you don't get to use it, you'll lose it. Another yeah. known term that we, that we know. Um, so for someone who's, who's wanting to start off doing a YouTube channel, um, what's, what's some advice, man? You got any words of wisdom you can, you can share with us? Um, to start off, uh, oh man. So if I was talking to myself, I would say it's, it's very tough. It depends on the person's motives and like what they mind doing. Uh, if you want to take the easy road and you don't mind making the same content over and over again, then like you can, okay. When you first start out, you just make whatever videos you want to make. And then once something hits the algorithm and pops off and blows up and you get a hundred thousand views or 50,000, 25,000, whatever that big video is for you, as long as you don't mind it, make that but different versions over and over again. Cause now the YouTube algorithm loves you for that content and it's going to pigeonhole you in that content, which is a good thing because you know, anytime you release a video like that, it's going to be successful. The bad thing is if you're a creative person who likes to make different styles, you don't want to do that because that then you feel like I'm a one trick pony. I'm stuck here. I can't make anything else. So for those more creative people, I would say don't pigeonhole yourself. Um, I got stuck doing instrumentals for about four years because of this. And I felt like I couldn't get out of it. I was making other people's music and it, it was the worst. And that's another time I wanted to give up. Uh, and only just now recent, uh, recently, I'm getting into being more creative and showing my face and you know things like that. So for those creative people that want to do different things, just always stay on the move. Even if a video pops off, um, yes, you do want to replicate that success again, but don't, uh, like put some space in between that 
replication and then like your other content because then YouTube knows, you know, you're doing other things rather than just this style of video. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. Oh, dude, 100%. It's, I, what, I, what I do right now is essentially replicating my video every week, but with a different mm -hmm. artist. We do a lot yeah. of performances here at the studio and it's always someone different. That's what I, th it's just different enough for me to continue to enjoy it. Now the setup, the lighting, the backdrop, everything that you see, like this backdrop right here, it's all the same in every video, which luckily I'm getting different genres in here, different kinds of people in here. Everyone I've worked with is amazing. So it's keep, it's keeping it just spiced up just enough for me to keep wanting to do to, it. Yeah. Um, so I think that's super important to, to find, find something that's working and then just slightly changing it just enough so you don't get sick of it, I guess, is what mm -hmm. I'm trying to say there. But so you have taught, I can tell you right now, you've, you've changed a lot of people's courses in what they want to do, whether it be music or video or something. You've helped them learn something. Is there any YouTube channels out there right now that you continuously learn from? Uh, there are a lot. Some of them I, I don't remember the names i just know them in passing or if like i've you know see their content i can recognize like there's a guy on my screen right now who i don't know his name but like, he talks about like growing on um spotify and things like that but like there are some artists or not artists uh, creators that i can think of uh that i like watching that i learned from in terms of video it's like peter mckinnon maddie hopoya um a little bit of cody warner creative ryan yc imaging these are all like video centric photography kind of guys, which even some of their content I'm trying to also replicate in terms of them doing tutorials, but it's still very personal uh, because that's the, the direction I'm trying to go. And I'm trying to build my channel as a, as a persona rather than just, Oh, he's a teacher. And, you know, um, and then there's like, uh, believe it or not, I don't watch too many music channels. Um, and that's not because I don't want to, it's just, I never get around to doing it. Um, I am, I do watch, uh, Andrew Huang and a little bit of Ramzoid sometimes. Uh, but mostly my consumption on YouTube is like the video guys or, um, stuff about like, you know, growing your, your marketing, like Ryan Leslie, he does a lot of that stuff with Superphone. Um, and just like different, you know, things that kind of helped me in my journey. Damien Keys. Uh, there's, yeah, there's a, a lot of them. Uh, it's so cool, though, that you doing what you do are still learning from the same platform that you're teaching on. Yeah. And that just like tells you another little piece of why the times right now, again, COVID aside, that we live in some of the best, most fortunate time technology wise, uh, connecting and networking wise. Um, so yeah, I was hoping that you would say that I was, you know, mm -hmm. the, the, the lame answer would have been like, no, I read. No, every like <laughs> day. Uh, so that's really cool. And I, I love that circle. It, it really is. It's a circle of life. It's a circle of mm -hmm. creating and inspiring Peter McKinnon, man, of course, if, if you, if you ever touch a camera and you don't know who Peter McKinnon is, 
how far can you go? It's like, because <laughs> <laughs> dang dude. So uh, you got some new music that you that's coming out this this year, correct? Twenty twenty one, or did you just did we say that you just released it, or is it about to come out? Both, actually. I just released something last year um, called Ouroboros uh, Prologue. And before that, there was, because it's a, it's a dual, um, not a dual album, but it's, it's a series of, of EPs, basically. I love to do like parts to my EPs, like release three parts or two parts or whatever, because it feels like a movie. Um, but the year prior, I did one called Epilogue, which is the end of something. And I did that because it was a breakup that I had. So the end came first and then the prologue, which is like the beginning. It's like me starting my life over again, romantically and as a person. Um, but yeah, that's, that's been the first album that I released as legend. Cause before I had my name, uh, it was in uh, Enzo fr- from 97 all the way to 2013 or 14. And then I rebranded myself as Legend. Uh, but yeah, so it was the, the first project that I released, Ouroboros Prologue and Ouroboros Epilogue, which Ouroboros is like a, a symbol. I actually have a tattoo of it. Um, I don't know if I can show it on the camera, but it's like a snake eating its own tail. Okay, and, um, yes. Yeah, so it's like a, a constant process of uh, death and rebirth. And so... I, I just love that whole idea. I love recreating yourself. And that's why it, I felt like it had to be the first album as legend. Where is, <laughs> jeez. Um, but yeah, that's on all streaming platforms right now. Um, and then I have a new project that I'm working on for this uh, year. I don't know the name of it yet, but it's going to be like a very, as me and my girlfriend say, like a very spicy project. Um, very kind of suave, sensual thing going on, which I've never done before, uh, which is why I'm very excited for it. But I, I have been making the songs on my live streams every Saturday, uh, which has been super interesting because a lot of people have some input. They've, they've sent in some samples for me to use, and uh, it just keeps the process like very interactive and, and fun. Uh, that's a really cool aspect. I didn't even realize you were doing that as well, like going yeah. live. And that's, that's literally, so one thing that as a creator, I feel like some people can close themselves off and not be open to, um, what other people can offer. And I know there's times for that. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, if I'm making a short film or something, one thing that I learned on set was, um, and I learned this from my favorite filmmakers, like Richard Linklater, uh, just to name somebody and the Farrelly brothers who did like dumb and dumber and stuff. Mm -hmm. What they do is they're actually they, I have read that they keep an open mind from start to finish on the film. And not only do they keep an open mind of what's possible, but they also have those ears open to people who are bringing them the suggestions on what they can do. Mm-hmm. And, and one thing that I saw change in the way that I create uh, over the last five, six years is that when you are open to someone else coming in, you then just like broaden the horizons of what your project can be. So you literally going live and writing this, are you writing the album or recording it? What are you doing on these live sessions? It's everything from writing the songs to producing the songs to uh, recording and arranging. Um, there, like, there've been times where like this guy named hoodie, he, he would send me these vocal, like robotic 
vocoder voices or something like that. And I would turn it into a beat. And in that same session, I would just start writing stuff. And, uh, you know, my uh, subscribers in the chat, they would be sending in lyrics like, oh, maybe you should try this here or try this there. And I'm like, okay, and we try it. If it works out, it's cool. If it doesn't, then we just move on to the next idea. So it's been a mixed bag of, depending on what the mood is, um, of recording vocals or songwriting or producing or all of it. And when you say you go live, do you go Facebook, YouTube, both? Where, where can we tune in on this kind of thing? It's just been YouTube. Yeah. Okay. So every, every Saturday, uh, right now, um, it's been at 1 PM Pacific time. Uh, generally it's when I go live. Cool. Uh, yeah. dude, that's, that's, that's such a good way to one connect with people. So while you, while you're doing this, are you like conversating with these people at the oh, same yeah. time? Oh dude, that's yeah. probably the coolest live stream out there. Like I've, seen, <laughs> I've seen people play Dungeons and Dragons, video games, but to mm-hmm. like set in on a writing process, they're learning, they're collaborating, they're networking at the same time. Cause I'm sure there's people that are in those rooms that connect with each other that you're not even aware of. Absolutely. And that's, that's one reason why I wanted to start going live. It started off as me just reviewing people's music, which I also think is a very powerful thing to do. Um, because a lot of the subscribe, like I'm building a community there where we'll hear one person's song and then like the chat will be like, Oh, where can I find this? And then everybody downloads a song on Spotify or Apple music or whatever it may be. So it's like, okay, this is cool. Like imagine this multiplied by, I don't know, 50,000 people or a hundred thousand viewers. Like it could easily launch somebody's music into the stratosphere. So that's what I'm really trying to build. And then it just went on to me making stuff. Um, you know, from the recording, people learning from the process of me stacking the vocals or adding the plugins and things like that. Uh, they learn, but they're also getting the experience in, in writing as well, or, um, arranging or whatever it is, you know? So I'm, I'm trying to, like you say, I want it, I want it to be the coolest live stream, uh, on the platform. It's at least for musicians, uh, because I feel like it's it's something that I haven't seen before, and I think a lot of people would benefit from it. So, have you um, have you released anything that you created on a live stream yet that people can check out? Uh, uh, song wise, uh, song wise, yeah. Because I would I would imagine that just the ideal and the concept of creating this live and collaborating with people through the internet. Mm-hmm. would would be enough for people who don't even know who you are to go say hey how did this work out at least yeah um not yet well, let me think not yet no but there there is a song that i wanted to do um i started on the live stream on i think the new year's eve stream or basically it was like the new year stream but it was a couple of days before new year uh, I started one then and I'm like, okay, if anything, this has to go out. Uh, so I'm still working with the guy who helped me on the live stream to like record his part and get that released. Um, but we're trying, I'm trying to aim for like a little bit before Valentine's day so that it can be a Valentine's day song, but it's not strictly associated with Valentine's day. That way it has more like room to, to breathe as, as its own, uh, song. So hopefully uh, that'll be the first one that comes out. Um, but I'm just, I got to talk to this dude <laughs> to get right, it out. 
Right. Yeah. Uh, well, legend dude, thank you so much, man. Um, so we know that we can go watch the videos. We can like, we can subscribe. Is there anything else that we can do for legend to, to support what you're doing and get you in front of more people? Uh, yeah. I mean, like aside from like and subscribing and all that stuff, like check me out on the live. If you guys have the time Saturdays, 1 PM Pacific time. And also I can leave. I actually just released my number like a number that people can text me at um, through uh, Ryan Leslie's Superphone app. Uh, it's uh, plus one six one nine three nine three seven six seven three. It'll ask you first to like enter your information on the link because it'll be like an automatic automated response. But then after that, it's me literally texting everything. So that's another way. Like if people have questions or comments or they just want to say hi or you're cool or you suck. <laughs> like it doesn't matter. It's my number. Um, so that's another way. Cause like I figure, um, YouTube doesn't always notify. So this is a great way to kind of stay connected with people when that break does happen, you know? Uh, awesome, man. I love that. You're so open to connecting with your viewers, the people who subscribe to your YouTube channel. That's, I feel like a, a big thing that um, some people can forget about is that without those people watching those videos, you would be doing nothing except mm -hmm. making these songs and, you know, doing it all in your studio at home with nothing and nobody. But so you're awesome, man. You're not closing that door to the people who, who check you out. And, and I really respect that about you. Um, where, where, if, for, if someone's listening to this and they've never heard of you until now, where's the best places to go to, to, to check you out to check me out probably my youtube so youtube.com slash i am l x g e n d it's i am legend but legend is spelled l x g e n d uh or instagram same exact thing uh instagram.com slash i am legend l x g e n d those are probably the two main places that they can find me right now that i'm like really active uh twitter i'm super active but i just say a bunch of nonsense on there it's like but uh that's enxo is my twitter enzo yeah i think twitter is su supposed to be nonsense i don't think i ever <laughs> yeah. learned anything from twitter i'm, <laughs> right. I'm just there for the drama sometimes yeah uh, well legend man i appreciate you so much um is there um you know what i'll talk to you i'll ask you in just a second but okay let me say this one more time legend i appreciate you so much man uh thank, thank you, you so much for coming on uh and we'll definitely um I, I hope somehow or another when COVID's all done, if you're ever passing through Dallas, Texas, hit me up, man. I'd love to do a performance video for you, like on the house. Mm -hmm. It would be an honor to have on my YouTube channel. So appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. Thank you very much, man. Thank you so much to Legend for taking time out of his day to sit down and talk to us on a Zoom call. That was my first Zoom call, so apologies for the levels on the microphone. I'm learning that just like I'm learning podcasting. Legend, you are awesome, man. Thank you so much for, for jumping on that call with us today. You guys can check out Legend on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, everything, and you can easily find him at solo.to slash I am Legend. Legend is l-x-g-e-n-d please check him out this dude is awesome you will learn something from him whether you like it or not you will especially if you're doing at-home recording definitely peep his channel out because he's got a ton of good stuff on there and I'm, I'm just super grateful that he took some time and hung out with me today on a zoom call 
All right, y'all. So uh, you can tell he likes that solo.to link. It's working for him. Uh, solo.to slash room sound live is the one to go check out to catch the latest episodes of the room sound podcast. The latest music videos up on the room sound live YouTube channel. You can also quickly like, follow, and subscribe. You can buy a t-shirt, buy us a topo, and get connected with that Room Sound Spins playlist on Spotify. Thank you so much. Remember, be excellent to each other, and if I don't see you later, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. The Room Sound Podcast. The Room Sound